I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Can I tell you I find great richness and satisfaction in the days that I spend uninterrupted time with the Lord in His Word and in prayer? Imagine that. Time where I can whisper His words out loud when I read them, sometimes stopping to pray over what shines light into my heart or shows me a burden for others. Time where I'm able to stop when I'm not fully grasping something so that I can pray, research, and cross-reference. Time where I can linger with God and fix my eyes above, away from this crazy chaos. Do you make that time? I wish I made more of that time. Truth be told, we all have the same amount of time in a day and we all can make available time. We just have to prioritize. That's a lazy problem. Has the things in this world and our country grabbed your attention yet? Don't look to the world to give you answers. Look to His Word, to our loving, omnipotent Father in Heaven for answers or at least the peace we need in times such as these. I was reading in John the other day, and these verses grabbed me from chapter 12, verses 25 through 27. He that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this cause came I unto this hour." That's a lot in a tiny box. Just in a few verses, it should cause you to examine your heart up, down, and sideways. Get ready to do a lot of jumping around the next several minutes. Verse 25, do you love your life in this world, your fleshly desires in your own kingdom? Do you pursue that? Or do you love God and offer your life as a living sacrifice for Him and His kingdom, refusing all else this world, aka Satan, has to offer? Do you remember Matthew 4, where Jesus is in the wilderness and Satan tries to tempt Him? Verses 8-10 through 10 say, Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then saith Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. So you can see that if you build your kingdom up on earth, it really is building up Satan's kingdom and worshiping him. You cannot serve two masters. Matthew 6:24 No man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other ye cannot serve God and mammon If we look back at John 12:26 where it says If any man serve me let him follow me and where I am thou shalt also my servant be if any man serve me him will my father honor So you can deduce that if you're not where God is you're not serving him and you're not in his will So many people say that they do not know what God's will is for their life. It's simple. His will is in His Word. His will is what Jesus did. He pointed everyone to God and showed them how to have a right relationship with God. That is what He wants us to do. That's His will, to glorify Him. If you're doing things that are contrary to the Bible, you're not doing His will. You're not serving where He is because He is not amongst sin. You have, in fact, walked away from where God is in our servant who is AWOL. Absent without leave, for those of you that don't know, you left. You're not reporting for duty, and you're not submitting to God. And we can be an AWOL servant when we are serving somewhere God is not, and where He did not send us, doing things in our flesh that we think are good, but it's not where He's working and where He's called us. 
That's why it's so important to be in His Word every day in prayer and not living in sin so we can discern His voice, be dependent and available to Him instead of being so wrapped up in our godly-sounding agenda, if that makes sense. Now to John twelve twenty seven again, Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this cause I came into this hour. This is Jesus talking about his crucifixion coming up. This, as we know, is absolute sacrificial love. Even though his soul was troubled for the awful things to come, he knew his whole purpose of being here was to do his Father's will. What about you? What about me? Are we willing to give everything up for God? Are we willing to go through hardships, things that trouble our soul, to do God's will? It's hard to believe that we will sometimes because it seems that we can't even give up watching sinful movies, supporting companies that use their money towards very biblical things, or even being willing to love our neighbors. Ooh. <laughs> I've been praying intently and intensely for where God would direct my steps right now. I read this verse, and I think this one is also good to tuck in your back pocket or your front pocket. <laughs> it's still in John 12, but verse 43. For they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. Man, is that not who we are as a nation right now? Our culture, this day and age, that is all we seem to do. Look to others to find fulfillment and praise. We aren't even looking to show them who they should be praising. We're soaking up the praise they aim at us, begging for more, and trying to think of more ways to get it like a drug, and it fills us so. Not with satisfaction, but with pride and lust. We want more. Just look at any social media account. It's a hard balance to try and keep the focus on what we are here on earth for and not make it about ourselves or secretly start turning that into an idol. Further down in verse 46, it says, I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth in me should not abide in darkness. There, there is our purpose. God's will for us is just what Jesus did. He was a light in the world to point others to how they can have a right relationship with God so that they wouldn't have to abide in darkness anymore. If I examine my heart and my life and ask myself, what kind of servant am I? Am I a servant missing in action and therefore no servant at all since I am not serving him? Or am I seeking where God is and joining his work there, offering my life as a sacrifice, not loving the world and building my kingdom, but building his? Not seeking the praise of men, just the approval of God, and being a light in the darkness, pointing others to Him. Again, I believe you can only get to heaven by God's grace, His free gift of forgiveness to you. No amount of works on our end can earn us salvation, but the Bible says that if we believe He is God, then our works should show that. James 2, 17-20 Even so faith, if it hath works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Determine if you want to be where God is and in active service, or if you are okay with being an AWOL servant. Especially during this time, I would not like to be the latter. If y'all have any questions or prayer requests, please feel free to message me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com and I'll talk to y'all next Monday. <laughs>